Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the Monday Mindset episode, one of my absolute favorites, where we dive into ways to shift your thinking and ways to just adjust your perspective and look at things differently so that we can then work through the hurdles, the roadblocks, the things that show up all week long that challenge us that sometimes can stop us in our tracks if we're not using the tools that we need in order to shift things. So I just finished coming off of a book launch and we are pretty much wrapped up the lunch, but we've got a few spots left for the chapters and the women have already started. We are working together to get their story on paper. So if that speaks to you, you need to connect because there's only a couple left. But here's one of the things that I really wanted to address today that I think you can apply to anywhere in your own life. And it's how do you shift the story? So how to shift the story? right? We all have stories. You hear me say this all the time. We all have stories and our stories have made us who we are. They, they can, they contribute to who we become. They mold us and shape us, whether we do something with our story or don't do something with our story. They impact us and they, they change how we show up in the world, which then again, changes how we use our gifts, how we impact others. And that is a ripple effect, right? So it it does have impact. But one of the questions that kept coming up for me in all of the interviews that I did was how do you shift the story? Like, how do you shift it? And when we are talking about some of these stories with women, what I want to say is it's not about putting your story in a book where we are breaking down everything that happened to you. And it's like a rehash recount of what happened. Some collaborative books are like that. And that's completely fine. This is different. This project is different. This is about how to show others what is possible. How did your story shape and mold you into the person that you are today? And how does that change how you show up in this world? So there's definitely no blame. There's definitely no anger or resentment. And if you're in that stage, then this is not the project for you, which is fine because I was there for a long time too. But it's more about how has this story impacted us? And part of that is learning how to shift the story. So we all have stories learning how to shift it can change everything. So I'm going to start with this quote. I actually, this, this episode, I've got a couple of my favorite quotes in here because they were just perfect timing. So owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing we'll ever do. And that's Brene Brown, which of course, half of what I quote is Brene Brown, but that is, that is such a powerful quote, right? Owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing we're ever going to do. So how do you shift that story? The first point is a decision. It just requires a decision that I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't want this story to control my life. I don't want to be limited by what I believe I can or cannot do because of this power of this story. And it's deciding that we don't, maybe we don't know what we want to create, but we know what we don't want in our life. And we know that we want something different. 
that's the decision. When you come to a point of decision is when all change happens and the decision has to come first. It's just deciding that there's for no more time, no more minutes, no more days, am I going to live this way? I want to live a different way. I want to create change in my life. It's like, you know, when you're thinking, I really want to go to the gym and get in shape. We can say over and over, I want to go to the gym. 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 And then if you don't go to the gym, we think, okay, we're failing because we're not going to the gym. That's actually the wrong thing to focus on. What you should be focusing on is what do you want to experience by going to the gym? What do you want to feel? How does that feel? How does it feel to be stronger? How does it feel to have more energy? How does it feel to be more clear-minded? Those are the focus points. And that's what keeps you going to the gym. And so that is really, it's just shifting that decision that it's, that I do not, this story will not have this hold on me as I've let it and it will play a different role in my life. And that decision will take you to the next step and the next step and the next step. So that's number one is decision. Number two is ask different questions. Learning to ask different questions can change everything. So if you are finding yourself asking the questions of why, why is this happening? That you're in the victim stage and life is happening to me and not for me. Now, let me just clarify something. That quote, life is happening to me and not for me. Or yes, when we're in that, when, when we're in the ugly stages, we tend to think that life is happening to me, right? It's not fair. And all of these things are going wrong. And I didn't ask for this. And this is not what I wanted. And what did I do wrong? That's that whole victim stage. When we're in that victim stage, nothing is changing. And when we're in that stage, I have had many calls with women who want to put their story in the book, but they're in that anger, resentment, victim stage. And I'm not, we're not doing it because the timing is not right for them. It needs to be in a space, it needs to come from different sense of energy. So when we are asking those victim questions, we have to ask different questions. And it is, what am I here to learn? right? What am I here to learn? And how can I see this differently? And how can I be more resilient? And what can I be missing? Like, what am I missing? Going more introspective. And what can I be missing? What do I need to do differently? Where do I need to ask for help? What is working? What is not working? So as soon as you start to ask those questions, your brain starts to think differently. You can all of a sudden start to see different possibilities of what is possible and what you can create. So asking different questions just starts that whole thinking process and stops you from thinking like a victim. So I'm going to go back a second. I realized I skipped past that and I didn't um, elaborate. When we are thinking sometimes, you know, we're told that life is always happening to um, for us and not to us. But when we're in the thick of things and things are not going well, it's really hard to have someone say, well, life is happening for you. And you can't even see past that point. So, I mean, I still, when we are going through really difficult times, it's hard to feel that way and it's hard to believe that way. This is how I reframe it. I can't control what life is doing to me right now or what's happening in my life, but I can control how I respond. That is what I have control over is I can manage how I choose to respond. That's all on me. And that comes from asking different questions. So when sometimes life is like literally hitting the fan over and over and over, and you just want to stop and say, are you kidding me? What is what now? I sometimes stop myself and I say, okay, so what am I here to learn? 
why is this like not why is this happening? What is happening? What am I here to learn? How can I look at this differently? How can I ask different questions? How can I see this differently? I always say I cannot teach anything that I have not learned myself or lived through myself first. So what am I here to teach? What am I here to learn? But changing those questions and asking different questions can literally change everything. And you will not have all the answers, but it's also knowing that there's points of time in your life when you actually have to reach out and ask for help. Like, where can I get help? Who can I reach out to and say, I need some support. I can't shift this on my own. Can you help me to shift this thinking? I do that more often than you probably think. And I love my people that I can reach out to and say, hey, I need I need help to see this differently. So asking different questions can change everything. Courage, courage and bravery. These are the questions that came up this past week is how to shift your story. We assume that it requires courage and bravery. We assume that it is something that someone else has it has and we do not have. And that's not true. I'm telling you absolutely it's not true. You're wrong. And I used to think the same thing. I heard many times these past few weeks, well, you're stronger and that's easier for you. And it's like, nope, it's not. It's a choice. It's always a choice. See, courage and bravery. I mean, if we go back to Brene's quote, Learning to own our story and love ourselves through the process is the bravest thing we can ever do. Sometimes bravery is just showing up. Like sometimes it's just getting up and doing the do every day. It's getting up and going to work. It's getting up and, and exercising and taking care of ourselves. It is doing self-care. It is reaching out and supporting a friend. It is being vulnerable and saying, I need help. Those are bravery. And the more we do those brave tasks, the more courage we will build. Courage, you've heard me say this before, is a verb. It is not something you have and I have or they don't have or we don't have. It is a verb and we build it. We build that courage as we go, right? They, that saying where they say that, you know, you never hear a one-year-old trying walking and falling and saying, well, I guess this just isn't for me. It's the fact of just trying over and over and showing up and eventually it gets easier and easier. So courage and bravery, we build by showing up and we build by taking action and it is messy, messy action with mistakes, right? We learn by falling down that act of putting ourselves out there and knowing that we're, we're probably going to fall down and fail, but it is during the falling down that we learn our biggest lessons. And when we learn that lesson, we get up and we go again and we go again and we go again. So we all have the ability to build our courage, to be brave with our life and to show and live in action. All of us do. That is how we create massive change. And that's how we shift our stories. Number four is we learn from others. We learn from others. We, we just, we do, we learn from how others show up in their lives and how they move through their stories. So in the early stages, when I was trying to find the strength to move on for one more day, I became the person who was reading like success stories and reading stories of people who've overcome, um, horrible adversities in their life. And I am to this day, I've always been motivated by that. I've always been motivated by true stories of what people have overcome. So seeing that and learning from others, that is one of the biggest reasons that I wrote my book. So full transparency. One of the stories I always said to myself is I knew there was a point in time where I was not going to be the person who was going to make a difference in my kids' lives. It was going to come from somebody that they had never met. And I can't expect others to be brave with their story if I wasn't going to be brave as well. So I felt that I had to show up differently because it just led the way for people talking about things that nobody wanted to talk about. 
And that is how we learn from others. So when we become and allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we can put ourselves out there. We can learn from others. Others can learn from us and vice versa. It keeps going back. So learning from others is another way to shift our story because we can see what is possible and what is truly possible when we take ownership of that story. The next point is self-compassion. I could have written a whole, I will do a whole podcast on self-compassion, but self-compassion is to honor and accept our humanness, to honor and accept that we will make mistakes, that we are human, that we will have days that we feel like we can conquer and we have days where we hope we can get out of bed. It's just we have those days we're human. We are feeling, feeling creatures and sometimes feeling hurts. It hurts to feel. So, but if we don't feel it, we can't move through it. We can't decide if it's what we want to feel or don't want to feel. Being numb doesn't change anything. Avoiding doesn't change anything. We have to feel it in order to move through it. So that is the self-compassion piece. And it's hard, right? It's really, really hard. Having self-compassion is having grace for yourself. And that is grace to look at it and go, did I do the best with what I had at that time? And if I can look back at those points, those turning points in my life, and I would encourage you to do the same. Did I do the best that I could with what I had at that time? And if the answer is, yeah, you know what? I did. Like, I certainly know more now, but I didn't know that then. So I did do the best with what I could at the time. That is grace. That is forgiving ourselves for trying our best. That is forgiving ourselves for maybe taking a long time to learn a lesson. And it's very, very powerful. It's very powerful. I love this quote by Joseph Campbell. It's actually one of my favorites. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So if you're afraid to dive into the depths of your story and you're afraid to reach in and look and see what does this mean? How does it impact me? How does it make a difference? What is it doing for me? And that's fearful and you're fearful because of that, that cave, I'm telling you those answers are right buried in there. They're like buried in that mountain that you're trying to avoid. And you know what it feels like right now to be on this side of that cave, but you don't know what it feels like to be in the cave working through it. And it could be more beautiful than you could ever imagine and more freeing than you could ever imagine. So self-compassion is self-acceptance, right? Accepting that we have done the best that we could and believing that we are enough like believing that we are truly enough. And then that's what gives us the course to be truly authentic and show up in our lives, be vulnerable and imperfect, messy sometimes because we are meeting ourselves where we're at. So self-compassion, again, I could do a whole podcast on it and I will one day, but learning to have that self-compassion for where we are at at the different points of our story and even just in the present time, but I can look back at times and think I was doing a really crappy job then, but I can look back at her now and know that she was really doing the best that she could. She really was because somewhere this going be out there for some of you somewhere. There's a future self of me who is going, who's rooting me on and saying, you know what? She's doing the best that she can with what she has right now. And so looking at ourselves that way with self-compassion can make a big difference. And the last thing for shifting the story, honestly, start somewhere, just start somewhere just start, just start journal, write it down, get the toxic thoughts out. Um, think back to where you were a year ago. What were you working through a year ago? And how do you do that differently now? How do you show up differently? How are you stronger now? How do you tackle a problem differently than you did a year ago? 
and give yourself a little bit of praise and pat on the back that you have come a lot further further than you think. But start somewhere. Like honestly, start somewhere. And if you think I don't know how to share that story, but I really want to, like I need to get it off my chest. Start journaling. Start writing because you get that out of your head. Those words lose their power. They are less toxic, and you start to see a plan take place. But start somewhere because action will take you further than planning any, any day of the week. Action will always take you further. So I cannot stress that enough. So on that, I hope that helps to you and some steps that I've used on how to shift the meaning of that story. And remember, just remember this in wrapping up that nothing has meaning except the meaning that you give it. So it can be some very difficult times and that you are going through, but the amount of meaning that you give it is what's going to dictate how you move through it. If you look at it and say, my life is crap and all these things happen to me. I have the worst luck. I don't know when this is going to turn. I'm not meant for anything good. Then that's what you're going to see. That's all that you're going to see. And instead, if you can look at it and go, I, I have a phrase and I've used it and people laugh and I say, these are growing days. Like these are growing days. These are challenging days, but I want to give my energy to the growth and not to the challenge itself. And if I say, these are growing days, Marsha, you just have to get up. You got to get into action and you've got to do something. And some days that might not be a whole lot. And some days it's a ton, but it's trying to meet myself with where I'm at at that time, but getting into action, they're growing days. Just so just change what you call it and the energy that you give it, and it will change how you think about it. And that those small shifts in your story can literally change everything. I can't tell you how powerful it is. So on that, I hope that helps. I hope it lands. I hope it gives you something different to think about. And whether it's your story or your life or your habits in your rituals in general, those tools and those tips are adaptable for any of that. So I hope you found some value in that. And if you did, please feel free to share it. If you are called and you would love to get your story into print, we have already started working with our authors and you have time to jump in, but not a lot of time. So I want you to ask, ask you to reach out and connect because we are, this is going to happen. It's going to be published this year and you're going to see it this year. So I'm super proud of these ladies and the impact that they are going to make in this world is incredible. So I'm so grateful to be part of it. So on that, have an incredible week. You know what to do. Share the message. If it speaks to you, I love the love, the tags. They help me to get this message out further. And I can't wait to connect to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. Have a great day. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.